Yo, remember yo. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like <laughs> Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the dean. This is not the most king, yo. It's about a thing. Uh yeah, feel yo. real good when your hands in the air and lick two shots. You are tuned in to Brunch Culture. My name is Randall Keith, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Lisa Victoria. Hey, what's up, y'all? So we're going to dive right into our weekend review. Lisa, go ahead and kick it off for us. Yes, it was a lot of crazy stuff that happened this week. Unfortunately, a Malaysian air flight number 17 was shot down. Um, it was 283 passengers and 15 crew members on board. And even um, in Israel, um, they launched a ground operation um, in the Gaza Strip in response to the attacks from um, Hamas. And we just want to pray for um, those Malaysian families um, and also those people who are in Israel and Hamas at this time um, because I know it's quite chaotic. So we want just to pray for them that God would comfort them through this difficult, difficult, difficult time. And um, what, what some other things happened this week um, that we also want to highlight Randall, why don't you um, tell us about what else happened? Uh, so Drake actually hosted the ESPYs. Um, it was actually a, a pretty, pretty uh, big thing. Uh, one of the biggest things was that we saw this reconciliation of Drake and Chris Brown. Um, I want to say a week ago or so, there was a picture that was tweeted out of Drake and Chris Brown in the studio together. So people kind of saw that there, there was a reconciliation that had occurred that wasn't public. And then to actually see Chris Brown do the skit with him, will join the skit for the ESPYs and, and see Drake actually do a really good job. Um, it was a good thing. I think one of the things that I just appreciated about seeing it was Drake showed his uh, versatility, his ability to be a rapper, to be a successful rapper, um, but to also, you know, be able to host, to be able to, to act. And we know that he has history in acting, but to see him kind of bring those talents to the forefront and let uh, the community, the hip-hop community, as well as just the world know that, you know, I'm here to really be successful and to grind it out and don't just put me into the box of one thing. I can make it happen. I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, and I, I thought um, he did... Um, some songs he made up for the ESPYs. One of the funniest was Side Pieces. <laughs> and he talked about <laughs> how Side Pieces, they, um, they, this is the event they will never get invited to, basically. <laughs> and they probably sitting in the back. And he was like, some of y'all athletes want this song to end. <laughs> but he was, he was pretty hilarious. I didn't expect for him to be that funny, but he was pretty funny. And, um, yeah, he, uh, definitely... Definitely made the show and was um, Jamie Foxx tweeted that he was one of the best hosts he had seen in a while. So um, good job, Drake, for hosting the ESPYs. All right, one time, one time for Drake. I think he's um, I don't know. I'm I'm not the biggest Drake fan per se, um, but I think yeah, I'm I'm I, I respect the hustle, I respect the grind, and I see him making moves and making it happen. And I'm, I think it was a good look for for hip hop, but uh, a good look for pop culture, young pop culture as well. Yeah. And let's that, we, with that being said, we want to dive into our main topic today. Our main topic kind of goes along with uh, the Drake song, Side Pieces, <laughs> because if you have a side piece, you'll probably be here in a moment. Um, <laughs> can you be friends with your ex and how to 
break up. Those are the two main topics we want to talk about. Everybody has an ex. I would hope so at this age, in the young professional age, that you have somebody that you've dated at least. Um, be interesting if you haven't. I mean, I think, <laughs> yeah, that would just be interesting. <laughs> we'll see. But, Randall, how, how do you think, can you, do you think we could be, well, let's go, how how do you think is appropriate to break up? Um, so before we do this, we want to make sure you guys uh, join the discussion with our new hashtag. This is specifically for brunch culture. This is how we want to keep you guys in the loop and keep everyone just having all of our conversations going. So make sure you, when you're on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you use the hashtag ChatBC. That's C-H-A-T-B-C. That hashtag is going to be uh, brunch culture's new hashtag to keep conversations going. So... I will say this, and I'll start off with saying, hashtag ChatBC, um, how do you break up? I'll admit that I should probably be an expert at breaking up. Oh, wow. Um, and I feel like that's probably going to be taken very wrong. But, yeah, um, I don't think that there is a perfect way to break up, but I think that... Um, I'll just say probably the best the best way to to handle a breakup is understanding emotions are going to be high. You're going to be upset. Uh, she's going to be upset. You guys are just going to be probably be going at each other's throats. The best thing is to not be malicious, um, to not try to get back at somebody, but just just to try to end it peacefully. And I think that requires a lot of maturity and growth on your part, on your end. Uh, it requires you to kind of fess up to some things that you may not necessarily be proud of, but to just try to make it a smooth transition. I think, <laughs> you know, we try to, in those moments, and, you know, I'm of course, I'm coming from a man perspective, but I think, you know, women, y'all come up with some very, very bad things uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you're upset and angry and when it's time to break up. So I just think, let's just, you know, let's just all be sensible and calm and, you know, let's go our separate ways. And if I see you around, I get to at least just say hi, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I It's just this idea of how to break. I think it's, it's like pulling a Band-Aid off. You don't want to do it slowly. You want to just snatch it right off and get all the pain done in that quick moment. And I think one of the dangers in breaking up is that when we prolong it or we act like we're not really breaking up, but we're broken up. And then we're like the in that area, that gray area where we're yeah. not together, but we're together. And then it's just like, well, so are we together? If you want to break up, just end it. Don't have this lingering where it's just gray. Like if you're going to be committed, be committed. Yeah. So I, I I think so we talk about how to break up though, what things are appropriate to to break up? Is it appropriate think, to break up with you over a text message? No, should I call I think, you I on the a, phone? I think breaking up with somebody over a text message is a lack of respect. <laughs> but if the person is one you can't that won't let you break up with them, then maybe <laughs> you need to do because you know some people don't want to let go. Stalkers. <laughs> So I feel like maybe you need to, if you've tried to do it verbally, then maybe you need to get it out via text. So let's talk about this whole, and I don't want to steer too too far away from the topic, but I feel like 
if women think that it's appropriate and it's good to get receive good morning beautiful text messages and if they don't receive it or you know if you don't respond to their text messages they get offended well should i not be able to break up with you through a text message too like if you respect the text message when i'm sending but you good morning good is different morning. good morning is different from um i'm we're going to break up it's a it's a message. I'm sending you a message. No, it's but a, that's a, a altering method. That means we break up. We might not talk again after that text message. That good morning text. We can message. talk through text message again. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I I personally wouldn't break up with people through text messages. Okay. Well, I think it's rude. I think you should have enough respect for the person and the relationship to at least call. Now I'm not saying you got to meet face to face. Face to face would be ideal, but at least verbalize it. Now, I will state my 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 um, presuppositions. I am not a text messaging person. It mm. aggravates me if I have to have an emotional conversation via text. Like it wow. irks me. Yeah, internally, I would prefer you call because what what we've stretched out for three hours via text or argument. Could have been handled in 15 minutes on the phone. But to think about it. Who have, I mean, I don't necessarily all the time have the ability to have my phone on my ear or to be but, away from But if you're breaking up people, with somebody, that's different. You, I, should, you should carve out 15 minutes to say, hey, but, this isn't working. Okay, so from, it, from, from my perspective, you know, if I say that, hey, I'm going to carve out this 15 minutes to break up with you. Again, this is not going to be... Uh, I'm going to call you and say, okay, let's, let's, let's role play. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, Lisa, I, you know, I just don't think this is working out. Um, I think we need to go our separate ways. Your response would be... Um, what, why do you feel that way? <laughs> well, you know, it's not you, it's me. I just think that... Uh, I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm just not ready for this right now. Well, that's understandable. Well, I thank you for being honest. And Lisa just gave you guys the very <laughs> conservative way to do it. Let me tell you how that really would have went. <laughs> what you mean? You break up with me? You calling me on the phone? You couldn't be man enough to do this in my face? What? The, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Then she calling the homegirls, and her and her homegirls having sessions. Then when I run into her homegirl, who is probably a mutual friend, who I've probably known for a minute, and yada, yada. Then her homegirl is treating me weird. It's just, it doesn't go over that smoothly. I will say that I think that, you know, you should be mature enough to have a con- conversation with the person, ideally sit down and talk to them. But I kind of feel like, you know, times are changing. And once upon a time, you couldn't communicate through text message because it wasn't respected. But now that's a lot of people's primary mode of communication. So if you want to throw that out in that way, I I mean, I don't think that we should be able to fault you for that. Like, you st- the message is still coming across, is it not? Just yeah, it just gives the person a little respect. Just verbal communication is just necessary. Yeah, I, I think it. I, I feel you. It's um, you know, I, don't I think know. it's a respect thing. Yeah, I, I think. Hey, if your if the if the your primary mode of communication in your relationship was through text message, I think but you know. But who would have you a relationship be, built off text messages? Well, I don't, I don't. Well, I mean, I would imagine that they talk. 
I don't think you can call it a relationship unless you guys physically are together at some point in time. But I'm saying, like, if usually you have a busy schedule, they have a busy schedule, you guys kind of talk. But you can't call me at least once You don't today. think? Lisa. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't. I'm old, I'm old school yeah. when it comes to that. I need to. That's a prerequisite for dating. I think if you, if you set the bar, when I start dating, I feel like people come up. To the bar you set. Mm-hmm. If you tell them, hey, you're going to have to call me, they're going to call you if they want to be with you. Right. But if you let them get away with this little text message and stuff this generation got going on, <laughs> I'm not about that life. You sound like somebody growing up. This, this text message you've got going on. <laughs> so let, let's move on to the question of can you be friends with your ex? I think this question is something that has been asked for generations on end. I think it it is a very it's a touchy thing i don't I, 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 for me i think it depends on how the relationship ended mm-hmm. i'm friends with a, a good the majority of my exes there's only mm-hmm. a couple i could say that i'm not friends with um but i i just i don't i think that sometimes you have to understand that relationships don't work and when relationships don't work you go your separate ways now how i define friends is not we're talking every day we hanging out Friends, it's just like we went our separate ways. We're cool. If big life events happen, I'll talk to you. We still friends on Facebook. It's no bad blood. Yes. So I, th- I think, um, I think I, I think I agree that you should be able to be cordial with anyone. I should be able to see you out and speak to you. Maybe hold a twenty second conversation. How's life? How's the family? How's your mom? How's your dog? and let's keep it moving type thing. I think that should be, because we share the space together, we should be able to have that. But I don't necessarily know if friendship, um, from the standpoint of us hanging out and me talking to you frequently, even me spending time talking to you on the phone, I will admit that uh, in the age of communication, one of the ways in which you can keep up with somebody um, in a very convenient way on your terms is by whipping out your phone and shooting a text message. So I think I should at least be able to be your text friend. Um, <laughs> so there's layers of friendship. There's a text friend and there's a call friend. Ooh, Lisa, you trying to get me in some trouble. So we're going to act like Lisa didn't ask that question. <laughs> no, I just used no. that as a sex friend. So in, in, inherent in that statement is there's levels of friends. Well, I think there's some, you know, there's some people that um, talking to them on the phone is a need because these people kind of offer some detailed, extensive counsel. You know, we just kind of chop it up about anything. And then there's other people that was like, you know, your life is busy, my life is busy, so we kind of just keep up with each other. We know what's going on, but we kind of just keep up with each other through text message. But I'm just, so you're saying that a text message friend. I I never labeled them as a text message friend. You're saying (laughs) that exes should be people, should be in that bracket. Of I think text. it's easy to send an ex a text message to stay current with how life is going. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you care about them. You have a love for them. So, you know, I would 
at some point in time, I want to get to a, a place where I just know that you're okay. Um, and I know that things are all right with you. And let's say I knew that you were going off to school, or you were starting a new business or something like that. You know, I would want to be up to date with what's going on, but I don't need to sit on the phone and talk to you. Like, I can get that through a text message, know that you're good. So all right, you know, send you a, a, a emoji with a thumbs up and no. we're good. See, that's what's wrong with this generation. They just want to send emojis and they don't want to have real emotions. But I, you know, the the level of friendship and, and for a while, one of my exes, we were like super cool. Like we talked quite frequently and it was nothing like, oh, we're going to get back together. It was just like, we're cool. Yeah. And I think that's because our relationship was just, we were just cool throughout the relationship. It was nothing. Um, so I think as long as you're able to separate your emotions from the thing and yeah. be cool and you know, man, this isn't, we're not a good fit for each other. Right. Then we can still be cool. And that comes with time. I think initially, I think for anybody, initially you cannot be friends with that person. If you have, uh, feelings, emotions that were tied into really invested into this relationship if you're dating, you're you're one that dates for the the sake of we're looking towards marriage. At some point in time, it's crossed your mind. You've made plans to get to that point for you guys to spend the rest of your lives together. A breakup is a wreck to your dreams and your goals and your aspirations for this person. So I think at least initially, you guys can't be friends. But I think and you I know, think if you're friends after you break up. You run that risk of going in that cycle. Exactly. Because exactly. you're like, okay, let's work on this again. Let's do this again. And then you do it again. And then right. you realize four months down the line why you wanted to break up with them four months ago. Exactly. And then you break up again. And if y'all don't really have a split, you're just going to go in a cycle until somebody gets tired. Right. So I think, like I, like I was saying, I think it's it's... It's it's um it's possible to have a friendship <clears throat> and maybe even a friendship where you do spend some time together, but I think that comes further down the line. I think initially you do need to have that separation that you can get uh, them out of your system. They can get you out of your their system, and you guys can kind of just become individuals and look at life, see life, experience life for yourself, and then move forward. Yeah, because it'll just become comfortable, and you'll just go back. From the comfort and the loneliness. And you'll start cutting off even any new opportunities or potentials for a new relationship, a new friend, a new boo, whatever you want to call it. All of those things will be cut off because you have this same person that you're quote unquote not in a relationship with, but they're still there. You, yeah, you just cut all of that off and because, hey, you know, you're comfortable. It's convenient. It's, yeah. convenient. it's, it's less work. And I know you. At the end of the day, I know you. So I know you're crazy. So, you know, I can just deal with your crazy because it's a familiar crazy. I think crazy is acceptable as long as it's familiar. That's <laughs> what? Where did it come from? I want to write a book one day and, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you can chronicle your experience in the book. That would, that would be funny, probably. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, just be careful with the breaking up. And, you know, just make sure if you're breaking up, if it's somebody crazy, now you need to take extra precautions. And it's just craziness, you know, if they if they're stalker type tendencies, if they got I'ma slash your tires and bust your windows type tendencies, 
then you might want to break you might want to break up with them and um, not through text message. You need to be hypersensitive to their emotions. Fellas, if you get with her and she listens to Jasmine Sullivan <laughs> at any point in time while y'all are together, red flags, time to go. <laughs> it is time to go. I bust the windows out your car. Yes, yeah, that whole that whole album. I love Jasmine Sullivan, but she, that was like the anthem for angry women that just want to get even. Run, <laughs> run, run, run. Well, yeah, if you're dating crazy, you know, just break up with them. Trying to be calm um, with them, and just make sure they're in a place where they're not going to hurt you or hurt themselves. Um, run. Right. And try to do it in the open area where they can't, you know, and have your friend drive so y'all can, your car can be protected. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, hopefully we aren't dating crazies, as Lisa would put it. But, um, <laughs> let's, yeah, I, I think, just be mindful. Like I said, dudes, if you hear Jasmine Sullivan, it's a red flag. You know, this one might be a, a crazy. And the ladies, if he prone to hit you, you need to. You oh, have, no. Uh, yeah, nah, he, just, yeah. That whole violence life. Uh-uh, don't if he hit you, you need to start playing Jasmine Sullivan. Because she got a track on there about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you might need to listen to good old Jasmine. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a, that's a definitely serious matter. If you're in a, in, in a domestic violence thing. You just need to leave. Don't don't explain why you're leaving. Just just kind of just get up out of there. Yeah, it's time to go. So let's hop into uh, this random topic of today. Random topic. Today's random topic has to do with an Australian judge who said that incest may no longer be a taboo. Um, now, let me tell you something. Why? Do you want to sleep with a sibling? I don't know. But this Australian judge said, had the nerve to say that it's no longer taboo because a long time ago, homosexuality was was noted as taboo and that's no longer taboo. So incest should not be considered taboo because it's two consenting adults. And this is the slippery slope of sexuality that we have. In addition, the other thing he says that I found completely ridiculous really crazy was that if you produce a child abortion is always an option so if you produce a child that has a deformity of any kind from incest you can oh you can just abort the child because so the child's life is <laughs> is not worth it and at, you would you would risk a child's life just to get a sexual satisfaction from a sibling when you could really just go to somebody who's not related to you for that. So to say that this is an evolution of relationships and and and, and uh, social interactions, I could maybe no. I just think what he's saying is crazy. I try to you know I always try to take the the position of let me try to see where he's coming from. Let me try to see where this person's coming from. So I'm thinking you know maybe if the population was like decreasing. And we were getting less people on earth. And it was like we were at some point in time, there were going to be five people and you were going to have to sleep with a sibling, perhaps, maybe. But, you know, the population is constantly increasing. It's so many folk out here. I mean, you could probably find somebody that looked like your sister 
if it was that <laughs> big of a deal. So I just think this is, and he's a judge, which, you know, I, I, I think he would probably, he should have a little bit more wisdom, a little bit more sense. This is pretty asinine. Um, and the fact that this guy thinks that, hey, look, no, this, I mean, he's really set in stone on this. This is how things are changing. You know, look at homosexuality. Once upon a time, it wasn't, and here we are today where it's accepted. So let's just go ahead on and let people start to sleep with their sisters. That's that's just weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and it's, it's, it's really sad that, it, that, to me, the saddest part was he saw death as a, of a child as a... A, a option so you could have your way sexually and that's ridiculous that you would sacrifice that just for your desires. So I want to I just want to imagine that this dude said this while he was at some party and he had drank all day long and he had all kinds of crazy shots of Patron and maybe he just really didn't know what was going on and he was completely lost because it just makes absolutely no sense that a person of his, his his caliber, his stature, would make such a crazy statement. I think it's just really weird. It's crazy. It's retarded. Yeah, I just, I can't believe that that would be a option. It's just ridiculous. So, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's pretty random. Yeah, pretty darn random. <laughs> and we want to leave you with our quote of the week. It says, if you put the happiness of others ahead of your own, what do you get? Happiness by Tim Keller. And it's just something to challenge you not to be so selfish because in our world, we are quite selfish and we put ourselves first a lot and we don't put others first. And when you put others first, it makes you feel good to see them happy. Hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a really good one. Yeah, that's, uh, I think... We can apply that to all aspects of our life, all areas of our life, like be less about self. I think we are constantly taught and and told to be self-absorbed, and that is the popular praised thing to do. So, man, that, that speaks volumes to what we can do and literally how we can find happiness in uplifting other people. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, hey... We want to thank you guys for listening to Brunch Culture. Make sure you check us out on social media, on Twitter, at Brunch Culture. On Instagram, we're at brunch, at brunch underscore culture. And on Facebook, we're at facebook.com backslash brunch culture. Also, make sure you check out our website at www.brunchculturebc.com. Make sure you check out the Spreaker app, download the Spreaker app, and follow us on Spreaker. We thank you guys so much for supporting us. Make sure you let us know what you think about it and join the conversations about with our random topic today. Uh, talking about our main topic as well on relationships. Answer the question, can you be friends with your ex and how do you break up? Use the hashtag ChatBC, that's C-H-A-T-B-C. And remember that here at Brunch Culture, everything everything is up for discussion. discussion.